Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Mile Show. How are you guys doing out there today? Man, I love you guys so much. Um, we were just talking about you guys messaging me. Uh, just want to let you know a couple of things as we enter into the super powerful show today. Um, we also have a podcast, P.S. By the way, if you miss a show... Check us out on iTunes, Autumn Miles, with my giant fluorescent blonde hair that you can see. Um, you know, we're there. We 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 put the shows up there every single week. Um, if you miss it, well, goodness gracious, you need to subscribe to the podcast. Um, also, um, another PSA for you. Um, I travel and speak. So... If you would like ha to have um, me come speak at your church, man, I would just be so incredibly honored. That's kind of where everything came from. I started off uh, speaking, my goodness, 2004. Um, uh, started off speaking, 2000, no, earlier than that. Two, I don't know, a long time. Um, and I, tra I traveled to a lot of women's events. And then, you know, ministry and my personal ministry, radio show, books, all of those things have sort of developed from my passion for speaking. I would absolutely love to come to your event. You can email Amanda, Amanda at autumnmiles.com if you are interested in um, me coming to speak at your event. And you know what, DFW, I love you guys so much. And I live right here. So I would love uh, to just take a little drive over to your church and speak at your event. It would be, it would just be a total honor and a blessing. Um, also, um, wanted to tell you that we're listener supported. You've heard this now over and over and over again. Um, but man, we really appreciate it. And, uh, when, when God places it on your heart, uh, to give to our ministry there, there it's just such an honor. Um, thank you guys for those of you that have given, um, you know, keep, keep doing it. You know, God is expanding, um, going to expand our show in Jesus name and we need the funds to do it. So we are listener supported. So thank you for doing that. I want to go ahead and get into our text today. This text is kind of precious to me, honestly. Um, they, they all are, you know, how can the Bible in its entirety not be precious to you? But man, this one is just, it sticks out to me because it has just changed my view of my life so much. We're going to be talking about problems arise when we push past the pause of the Holy Spirit. Now, um, I want to tell you that at my house, I have four children. You know this. I'm telling you again, 11, nine, and two, two and a half year olds. They are precious in every single facet of preciousness. They are. Um, but my daughter, Grace, um, she is 11 years old. I would like to call her our informant. Okay, um, this girl, she is on top of everything. Mom, it is 631. Um, why are you not up yet? Mom, I was up at 628. You need to get up with me. Now, she is very respectful, um, but she does come off a little informanty. Okay, um, Mom, um, I have cheerleading practice tomorrow. It will last for 30 minutes longer than normal. Um, I'm just letting you know that that is going to be a part of my schedule tomorrow. Mom, I need 
yellow markers for my drama class tonight. Mom, I need you to get those for me. Now, I love her and she is she is one of the most incredible joys in my life. Um, but she is our informant. Mom, Moses just dipped toilet paper in the toilet and wiped his face with it. Yes, that happens at my house. Hello, real life. Um, Mom, Jude ate the last. Of, okay, I love salt and vinegar chips. He ate the last of your salt and vinegar chips. She is our informant. I can depend on her. And you guys, you guys, I know I'm not the only one with, the, with a kid like this. I can depend on her to inform me of anything that is happening awry in the Miles household. And honestly, over the past, I would say, seven or eight years, I have started. I mean, she has been in the informant ever since she was born. But when she started talking about three and, and Jude, my son, my second born was, was born, I really started to rely on her. Hey, what's Jude doing? <laughs> She's, well, he is sitting quietly watching Aladdin. You know, I mean, she would just, she just knows. She knows everything. Um, and I've relied on her. Um, and isn't it great that uh, we as parents can have a responsible child like that to do that? She is is one of the blessings in my life. But you know what? She's not always going to get it right. She is sometimes going to get it wrong. We have caught her when she did not have cheerleading practice for 30 minutes longer, and she was sitting there waiting on us because she informed us wrong, okay? Um, although she is a great blessing, sometimes she gets it wrong. What, who doesn't get it wrong? The Holy Spirit. Ooh, we went deep really fast, didn't we? The Holy Spirit. We can learn to rely on things in our life that seem as if they are confident, that seem as if they are right, that seem as if they don't err. But anything other than God Almighty might at some times and maybe no fault of their own lead us wrong. You know, the Holy Spirit, the, the, the master informant, the helper, the gift to us who are in Christ is the supreme informant in the Christian life. Now, I learned this the very, very hard way, but I have learned to listen to his checks, to his promptings. I have learned to listen to his, hey, hold off. Hey, don't do this. Um, I have learned to listen to him over the years. And, and, and really, my dependence has just grown and grown and grown and will continue because when I, learn, when I have learned to listen to what he is speaking to my spirit and then a week or two goes by and that thing that he has put a check in me actually comes to pass or doesn't come to pass, it grows my dependence on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the thing, the gift that God of the Godhead that God has given us to always direct us in the right way. We, I think, I feel, I know the Holy Spirit is underutilized. Um, he is speaking 
It's us tuning our ear in to listen to what he has to say. Um, he will direct you. Direct you. He is our great counselor. He is the one that um, that foresees the harm in the future and protects it against us, and would not steer us in a way that would um, not be hard for us, but not harm us. Sometimes he will put us directly through um, something that is hard because we need to learn something through that process. It will be, it may be hard for us, but it will not harm us. The Holy Spirit is underutilized, under respected. And you guys, if we would listen to his promptings, problems wouldn't arise like they do so frequently because we just don't listen. This is the gift that God has given us. Now, people get weird when we talk in certain um, denominations. People get weird when we talk about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, what are you trying to say? And, um, you know, you know, what? I'm simply going to read to you from the scripture, um, the bold truth of God's word. And maybe, Christian, you find yourself kind of in a mess today. God bless your heart. I love you. I'm for you. We adore you. We pray for you here at the Autumn Mile Show. Um, we, we are so in your corner. We, with, we, we, we adore you. But you're a believer that has not utilized the promptings of the Holy Spirit or if you pushed past them and thought, you know what? I just have a check in my spirit um, because... It's just a hard situation. You have sort of disrespected what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you and you've pushed past the pause and you have um, decided to go in your own direction anyway and it has not worked out for you. So you today find yourself in an incredible mess just because you didn't listen to what the Spirit of God was telling you. I want to go to Ezekiel and I think that this is so important. Um, and then we're going to jump over to the New Testament here for a minute. If you're joining us, Autumn Mile Show, we're talking about the Holy Spirit and how he prompts you um, and how he speaks to you and how he is the great helper. The scripture talks about him being the great helper. He is the 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 um, uh, the counselor um, literally that you need. Um, you know, one of the one of the names that that um, Isaiah called Jesus was talking about Jesus in um, in the book of Isaiah was wonderful counselor. Okay, he is wonderful counselor, but Jesus had to go away so the Holy Spirit could literally come and he counsels us. He tells us what direction to take. So if you're joining us right now, we're talking about the bold truth of the need of the Holy Spirit to listen to what he is telling us in our lives. I want to go to Ezekiel here, uh, 310 for a minute. And I was just so struck by this passage. Now, this is when uh, the prophet Ezekiel, uh, he was being commissioned by God. So God actually said, listen, stand up, um, come out here. I'm going to tell you what your future is going to hold and I, I'm going to speak to you. Okay. I'm going to send you to the nation of Israel. I have created you and you can read it for yourself in Ezekiel three. I have created you, um, with a face like Flint. Okay. He even gave, gave him a, a, a face that was kind of tough looking, um, so that he could really walk in his calling. You know, the way that God had created us to look and able and pave the way for what God is calling us to do. Um, but he, he kind of, 
of put Ezekiel together with all these different characteristics in him to go and to preach the hard message that God had for the um, nation of Israel. And here he says in Ezekiel 310, um, I'm going to I'm going to back up to Ezekiel 39. He says, like Emery harder than Flint, I have made your forehead. There you go. That's that verse I was talking about. Like Emery harder than Flint, I have made your forehead. Do not be afraid of them or dismayed before them, though they are a rebellious house. Verse 10 says this, moreover, he said to me, son of man, take in to heart, into your heart, all my words, which I will speak to you and listen closely. Take into my heart all the words which I will speak to you and listen closely. Take into your heart all the words which I will speak to you and listen closely. That listen closely got me. It, it literally had my stand soul, uh, my soul stand at attention. Listen closely. Listen. He is calling Ezekiel out to a greater um, depth of receiving information from him because his calling was so important. The things that God wanted to say to the nation of Israel were so important that he wanted to filter them through Ezekiel. Listen closely, listen closely. I'm going to direct you. Listen closely. And God, uh, you know, in that passage had given him his commission. Listen closely. We don't have to have, I, I am a firm believer and this is my opinion. You can d- disagree if, with me if you want. It's okay. Lots of people do. Um, we do not have to have half the problems that we have in our lives. If we simple, simply would listen closely. It's as simple as that. Half of the things that we face in our life are brought on because we did not listen closely. This is one reason why parenting your children to listen, to obey is so incredibly important because when they get to an understanding, a level of understanding that God actually wants to speak to them and direct their lives and he wants them to listen closely to him. If they were not taught at a young age that you need to listen and obey your parents, it's going to be a really, really tough shift from parents to God to learn how to listen and obey anything, much less God. Parents, I love you. God bless you. But we have got to be telling our children that they need to listen to what we're saying and they need to obey what we're saying. Why? Because protection, especially when they get out on their own, protection is on the other side of them listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit and in obeying to the letter what he has to say to them. Protection, uh, purpose, um, blessing, all sorts of things are wrapped up in those two principles. Listen and obey. Listen closely, Ezekiel. I feel like we've gotten away from this. This is what we do. We um, we, we want to hear a word from God or we know that God is saying, listen, um, I want to speak to you through the word. I want you to get up early tomorrow morning. Um, I want you to get up at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. In my house, you know, 3.30, that's before people get up because my both of my boys get up super, super early. Um, I want you to get up early. I want you to not get on social media for a, a week. 
I've got something to tell you, but do we do it or do we not? God has so much that he wants to do through your life. But how will you know if you don't listen to him? Satan will literally try to get into our lives and try to fill it with whatever. If it is your children's schedule. I mean, I know right now, um, you know, fall has hit. School time is upon us. And it is. A, it is I, I think it's the mo- the busiest time of the year. Even busier than Christmas to me because everyone's got their schedules. Everyone's got in their practices and their games and stuff like that. I understand, mom. I got four kids myself. But let me tell you, if I am shuffling them around from practice to practice to practice or to game to game and I am not saturating my soul in the spirit of God on a regular basis, I am not being the mom that they need. Because they need a mom that is going to listen closely to the spirit of God on how to raise them. They need a mom. They need a dad, dad. They need a dad in their life that is going to listen closely to the spirit of God on how to lead the family. We must listen closely. I want to... um Go over to uh, John 16 here for a second. I'm getting all riled up on my soapbox. Listen closely, guys. I think this is so important. We go to church on Sundays and we do listen. We do listen. Our pastors are incredible. I got, I got, I have incredible pastors in my church. ShorelineCity.com. I, y'all need to come up, come and meet me. Come and meet my pastors. Come and meet my staff. The staff at the church. Man, is incredible. We love our pastors. We love them, and they work so incredibly hard. But I think they would tell you, what are you doing in the middle of the week to grow your relationship? Are you listening to the Lord in the middle of the week? They work so hard to deliver a word for you from you on Sunday. But what are you doing with that word in the middle of the week? Are you applying what they're saying? Because I know they're saying, listen to the Spirit of God. We must listen. John 16 You know what? I'm going to read John 14, 16 first. It says, I will ask the father and he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. That is the spirit of truth who the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. I'm going to move on over to John 16, 7 as well. It says, but I tell you the truth. Jesus is speaking. The Holy Spirit is being promised here. But I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage. He's speaking to his disciples that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness, concerning sin because they don't believe in me, concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you no longer see me, and concerning judgment because the ruler of this world has been judged. 
I have many more things to say to you, but you can't bear them now. Okay. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak. Listen, listen, listen. He will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he speaks, he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. When Jesus left, he gave us just an incredible gift. And the Holy Spirit came sometime later. The gift of an aid. Always. A wonderful counselor. Always. That you don't have to wonder if he's going to counsel you and direct you. He just will. He is the helper. He will intercede on your behalf. He will tell you which way to go. If you listen closely, some of you, even as I'm talking to you, you have pauses in your spirit. I hear this all the time. Pauses. Man, I'm, you know, I feel like God wants me to move to L.A. But. I don't know. I mean. It's so nice here. I feel God telling me, you know, move, move, move across the country. But I don't know if God is prompting your spirit to do it. And there is peace, even though it looks scary. There is peace. There is life internally found in that prompt. You need to follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit. He is on the other side of that prompting. Some of you guys have already made decisions. You guys have already decided that I'm going to marry this person. And you have a check in your spirit. God is saying, no, do not do this. There is so, This is no, I have greater for you. I have more for you. I have something else waiting for you. If you do not follow that prompt, you are missing it. And problems will arise because of it. Those checks, what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. And you know, because when the Spirit of God speaks to you, it brings life or it brings an urgency. Listen, you got to move. You got to stop this. You've got to stop acting like this. You've got to, you know, brings on conviction. What the Spirit of God is telling you, listen closely listen to it i remember we um we we i've told the story before i'm gonna tell it again we were um adopting our kids um we were in the in the in the we were in the adoption process i would have adopted anything i would have adopted like seven cat cats 
I would adopted a hamster. I just wanted to, I have such a passion for adoption. I was like, who wants to give me their baby? You know, I went to one of my friends and she was having a baby. I'm like, you care if I take this baby home from the hospital? It slightly freaked her out. No, it didn't. She knows me. Anyway, I, I just would have adopted anything like adults. Hey, you want some parents? <laughs> you know, what I mean, I, I, I was so passionate about adoption. So passionate. And uh, my husband and I were matched with twin twin girls. Um, we were in the adoption process, I don't know, maybe six, seven months, something like that. I, I don't quite remember the time frame. Um, and we were matched with a mom, twin girls, and the Holy Spirit of God. I, I had such a check in my spirit. And I, I almost didn't want to talk about it because I, I wanted them, those babies, so bad that I almost would have pushed past that pause. I almost would have said, mm, I don't really care about this check. I want these babies. I've been waiting for these babies since I was 17 years old. I want these babies. So I didn't talk about it for a little bit, and I just decided to pray through this check. And I remember um, one day I, I had called the birth mom on the phone, and I just said, listen, I, I, can you just send me a picture of your belly? I just would like to see what your belly looks like. I'm, that's kind of weird. But, you know, in the adoption community, it's not so, it's not so weird. Um, and she said, you know, her phone had broke and it just, the spirit of God was saying something is not right here. Something is not right. So Autumn Miles Detective, um, started, uh, looking up on different social media sites and stuff like that. And I found this birth mother that we were matched with and she was not pregnant at all. No babies. And here I am standing, looking at all these pictures, thinking we're matched with her She's wait, I'm already in love with these babies, but there are no babies to be had. And uh, it's kind of a long story. I'm sure you, you have heard it or will hear it throughout the course of the show. But of course, we terminated our relationship with her. And, you know, two years later, God gave us Moses and Haven. Nine weeks apart, matched two days apart. He restored what God stole because I listened to the prompts of the Holy Spirit. What was God saying? There is danger here. There is danger here. This is not what you think. And man, it, it really did. It saved us from even falling in love with those babies more. Several things that it saved my family from, but don't push past it. I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow right back here on the Autumn Show.